welcome to the interesting podcast episode number 136 and happy halloween to those who celebrate it this episode's guest is someone who i'm gonna go ahead and dub the voice of my generation jason marsden you probably know him best as a voice of max from a goofy movie or haku from spirited away kovu from lion king 2 or thackeray binks from hocus pocus and much more We talk about him getting into acting as a kid and then getting into voiceover uh, really early on in his career. We teach each other new words. That was fun. Uh, We talk about what it was like dubbing for Hocus Pocus. And, you know, actually, fun fact, the human version of Binks that you see on screen was actually played by Sean Murray, but all of the dialogue was Jason, like down to the breathing. All of it was Jason. Really, really cool. I didn't know that. We talk about him being in his Eddie Munster getup after shooting the Munsters today, and he would go and watch Back to the Future 2 being filmed. So that's just a really great visual and was really, really cool stories. Um, And then we dove into the Mars Variety Show, which I highly recommend. It's Jason's passion project all about highlighting local talent, and it's just a great time. Check it out on YouTube. It's really, really cool. Uh, I think you'd really enjoy it. Uh, But before you do that, please enjoy this episode of The Interesting Podcast, episode number 136 with Jason Marsden. Theme song time. But I'm good. I'm excited. I, I I had a lot of fun last night, so hopefully. There you go. There you go. Just gotta see if it'll it'll cut together, you know. That's that's the real thing, you know. It's like you can have as much fun as you want in the process. Be like, I think it was really good, and then yes. you get to the end, and you're like, what have I done? <laughs> I'm hoping that's not the case, you know. I actually like for the first time, really took my time because usually, you know, if I'm getting tired, yeah, and, and it's taken a while, I'll just kind of cut corners. Um, but I. I think I methodically worked it out. I believe in it. Let's see, thank you, thank you. How I about you? How's enough about me? What do you? How are you? <laughs> oh, stop it! I'm good. I'm good. I'm a. I'm an hour in the future from where you are. I'm in Florida. So in yeah. Florida. Mm-hmm. What part of Florida? Uh, Naples, which is Naples. Uh, my uncle what? lives in. Yeah. Really? I. Yeah. I'm surprised when anyone knows what it is, because it's like <laughs> when someone's like Naples, it's like I know where that is. No, you don't. Listen, <laughs> he's been there for years. Yeah, he's my oldest. He's the oldest uh, in the family. I guess he's the oldest living relative now in the family. Yeah, that Uncle Ed, out. Ed Williams. Yeah, that checks out. Naples is only full of old people. There we go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, not bad though. Not bad though. Old I, people, you. <laughs> yeah, old people and me. Exactly. That's whenever people come to visit, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's go to Benita, which is <laughs> not Naples. <laughs> I never heard bowling. of Benita now. Yeah, even smaller. It's like 15 minutes north of Naples. But they okay. have this like little zoo thing, which is like my go-to to take people to, where you get to like hand-feed flamingos and stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. Let's awesome. do that. Or bowling. We got <laughs> we got bowling here. <laughs> you can't bowl the flamingos. I mean, it seems tempting. You can't. You can't. I mean, you can, but it's not recommended. <laughs> No, I'm excited about your variety show, though. I think that's really cool. I love talking to people who are, like, creatives, like, in a true sense, where you have to be making stuff sure. all the time, sure. and I'm I'm pumped for it. I'm pumped for it. Thank you. Have you seen it? I have. I have. I actually, 
I just found you recently on TikTok, like one of those like for you pages. And I was like, oh, it's Jason Marston. Yes. And then you're talking about there. And I was like, this is the best thing. It's like when people come in and out of your life, you know, yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, right, right, right. It's just one of those circuitous. Yeah. Is that a word? That's a word. What, what was the word? Circuitous. It's like a round, maybe. I'm Cir- using words I don't know yet. That's how it goes. What word? Circuitous. Circuitous. I think it's like a, a long way around about to come back to the same place, maybe. Yes. You're right. Longer than the most direct way. Circuitous. Boom. I love it. Boom. Look at that. We learned a word today. Outstanding. I, I, I learned, learned taciturn today. Taciturn? What is that? Yes. Reserved or, or uncommunicative in speech, saying little. Oh. See, also, Brian Balance. In your group, he's a little taciturn. You know, doesn't, doesn't talk about it. Isn't that great? And then I, I, here's my favorite new word I learned, oh. noctambulate. What? Noctambulate? You ever gone for a walk at, at night? Yes. Then you're noctambulating. Really? Yes, to walk to walk about at night. Wow. That's so – there's cool? words for everything. Not, I, I figured the knock. We got the night thing going on. Tambulate. Right. Huh. Amble. To amble, you know, the, 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 the suffix is – yeah, am, amble. Walk. Uh-huh. The am, ambulatory. Interesting. Same, except for receipt. I don't like the word receipt. (laughs) I don't like holding a receipt. Yeah. (laughs) You get one from like Walgreens or CVS. It's like you know, uh, a scarf length. You're like, what am I? I'd rather be. I'd rather be. uh, 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 I just forgot the word. uh, uh, Meaning very little. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Taciturn. What? Yeah, should be a taciturn receipt. Yes, agreed. We're figuring this out. We're figuring this out. <laughs> but you're you're an hour behind me, which means you're not in L.A. Correct. I'm in Nashville. Oh, right on. Mm-hmm. What are you doing there? There's not like, is there a scene there? For like acting uh, and stuff? There's definitely music. There is an acting scene here. We have a very bri- vibrant uh, theater scene, and there is a voiceover community here. It's not oh, cool. you know, animation. It's mostly industrial. Sure. And, you know, whatever you can get your hands on. Um, but I, I discovered Tennessee through my, my ex-wife, uh, we, when we met, um, I would just come visit her mm-hmm. family instead of mine in Rhode Island. I'm from Rhode Island originally. Oh, right on. And, uh, and I just loved it here. I mean, I, I thought I was going to live and die in Los Angeles, Right. but there's something that cosmically drew me to here. So the visits got longer and longer and ended sure. up moving here and I love it here. That's cool. You're yeah. from Rhode Island, so you've done Rhode Island, L.A. You're, LA, you're, yeah. you're bouncing around, bouncing yep. around. Yep. Both, existed in both coasts of the U.S. of A. There you go. There you go. And Rhode Island, that's another one not known for its acting scene. So then how did you get into acting then from Rhode Island? Was it an interest you always had? If you, you know, I was you did it as too a kid. young to say it was like, an, like a, a, a long-term goal. I mean, I, I would watch early Nickelodeon yeah. Uh, and shows like you can't do that on television. I don't know if you ever heard of that show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school. Uh, old school. It's the, it's the good uh, stuff. And I was like, I want to. That looks like fun. You say I don't know, and you get a bunch of green slime poured on your head. I want to do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, but when we moved to LA, I mean, you know, I was aware that Los Angeles and Hollywood was like the hub for acting, and I was hoping to see celebrities. And, uh, and be around that. Um, then, you know, someone suggested to my mom that they should get me into acting. And there was a workshop in Irvine. 
California. Really? I went to that. And then they just, yeah, it was like, it was all ages. It was like, you would do it in the evening. It was like once a week in the evening, like seven o'clock to 10. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I did 12 weeks of that. They sent me to an agent and the agent signed me immediately and started saturating me in, uh, Dude. In yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. You may have worked on more things than anyone I've ever talked to. So congrats. Well, well thank you. <laughs> it makes a, it makes a lot of sense. That's pretty cool though. That like you got on the track kind of early and then it just talk about work, dude. Also, you may have multitasked on more things than anyone I've ever talked to. Cause like you're, yeah. you're working on so many things at once. Was it like, did you take to it pretty quickly? You had to. I did. I love. It. I'm a. I'm a multitasker by nature. I mean, I. I'm very happy when I have my hands in several different pots. Am I? Sure. Am I good? Does that make me good at everything? No. Right. But, uh, but I, uh, I, I, I took to it very easily. And you know, and when you're working a lot, it's good for the ego. And I have a huge ego. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely being fed. For sure. There you go. But you had yeah. the skills to back it up. That's the thing. You don't want to – they have well, to be proportionate. You. you know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I look back and I'm like, you know, I don't know if I had all the skills as I do now, but I was I'm, I was pretty fortunate for yep. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you, you have to – it has to be proportionate because you'll have people that are like, listen, I'm working. I'm an actor. It's going to be pretty good. You can see my back in a commercial if you pause it. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. This is kind of an embarrassing story. Um, when I moved to Nashville, I um, I really wanted to get in the acting the local acting scene here. So I auditioned for a local commercial. It was like a it was a, a lottery, a Georgia Georgia lottery. Georgia's scenes right close and and the and the commercial was about three brothers, um, a tiny brother, a medium brother, and a big brother all hanging out watching TV and and betting on the the scratch off tickets. So I of course I'm a tiny human being, so I read for the the little tiny brother. Sure. Um, well, I booked it, and uh, and I show up to work, and it's only me, and the big brother. And I'm like, "Where's the other guy?" <laughs> and uh, and like, "Well, he's gonna play all three roles." I'm like, "What? What, what? are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. We we're gonna sit there, and you're gonna we're gonna put a green screen mask over your head, and we're gonna put his head on your body. And I was oh, like, no. "Whoa, no, <laughs> no! What happened? What happened?" And look, not that I'm yes, uh, ego is way bruised on that. Um, also, I was pissed because I'm like. Y'all gotta tell me. Yeah, you gotta the right to to say yes or no to that. That was not that was not in the in the job description. Right. So I I played nice and I didn't make a fuss. I stayed, but in the end, I'm like, I should have fucking left. I should have yeah. walked out of that thing because they didn't give it. They didn't care. They no. didn't care. It's just an it's an it's it, it the you know it's not show friends. It's show business. For so sure. So it's another example of like. You know, it doesn't matter how much stuff you've done. It, mm-hmm. it, it, the re, an actor's resume does not equal bigger and better opportunities unless you happen to be a celebrity. You know. True. True. There's like a threshold. But yeah. If you if you if you don't even have to pause it. If you see that commercial, it's my body. <laughs> Someone else's head on my on my on my shoulders. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Who can say that? Yeah. What a random thing too to be like. All right, come on, we're gonna do this. Uh, you're doing mocap now put this on you're like hold on (laughs) yeah i remember talking to the director i'm like this is not cool he's like well you know we uh these making these decisions yet last minute what do you want me to do and (laughs) this doesn't feel like a last minute decision though (laughs) yeah jeepers christmas yeah wow that's so funny and commercials they can be so random you just never know but that's random for the sake of random it's like all right i'm gonna do one of three okay okay all right fine 
That's yeah. so weird and different. That's funny. I ended up with a nice story. Yeah, they, that's what life's about, really. Yeah. You know, I do so many dumb things just to say I did it afterwards. You know, like, I'm, I'm never doing that again. Purpose, is what you're saying? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. I do. <laughs> I'll be like, this does not seem like a good idea, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll survive. Let's, let's go for it. And, it. and it'll be fun. And what a great story that will, that will be. Yeah. Like, I got, cor- I got cornrows once. I had really long hair. And I was like, <laughs> I, like I want to try it. <laughs> it hurts. Oh, yeah. It hurts really bad, Jason. Don't do it. I know it's not. It's not meant for our bodies. No. Not our. Not our white scalps. No. Not our, our tribe. Our tribe was not meant to have that. Not at all. I don't have the threshold of, of endurance at all because they like sewed your hair into your head almost. Yeah. I mean, she did a very good job. But I had yeah. them in for like three hours, and then I was like, I can't do it anymore, and I look like Diana Ross. My hair was massive, and then oh, I cut it. It was a it was a three step process. Outstanding. But hey, now, now I did. Yeah, now I'm like, I'm not doing that again. That's a bad idea. But I did it. You know? I got my ears pierced once. Oh yeah, both yeah. one, both of them. I nice. went full. I, I was looking for again. You know, as an actor, you 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 t- sometimes are met with the word reinvent yourself. Of course, so uh, specific. Yes, and I'm like, I know. I'm gonna get my ears pierced and look like a badass. Yeah, and I just look ridiculous. It's like it just it just was not for me. I got like the, the big gauge hoops. Oh, you went full in. Hurt. Oh, I went full in. I went yeah. full in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it hurt. Uh, uncomfortable. I wasn't me at yeah. all. But you did it. And see, look at us now. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> <laughs> I th- the, you know, I blame Harrison Ford. You know, he got an earring, and now we're all like, yeah, we could do that. Damn, it looks so good on him. It How does. did you pull that off? Man, and it just looks so cool. I could totally do that. I Every like eight months or so, I'll just look at my wife and be like, what do you think? She's like, no. Yeah. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's Come fair. On, you could do it. Yeah. We, I mean, it's not that hard, I don't think. I saw him do it on Jimmy Fallon, like, live. We could do this. <laughs> but she's like, no. Yeah, no. No, she's not into it. She's not doing it. And I was like, probably best. Probably best. Right. You got to go to the ledge and then have someone who can either catch you at the bottom <laughs> yes. or pull you from the top. <laughs> oh, man. So do you, then this is going to be a really hard question then. Do you remember your first gig? Yeah, it yeah. was a uh, it was a fir- my first ever audition. It was Killing for it. it was an industrial film for page schools. Oh, yeah, and uh, and I got to play a page school kid. And um, perfect. I think it's on my Instagram feed somewhere. I posted a little clip of it because I found it. Uh, it was like pages and pages of dialogue that I did not have to memorize, but I did. Oh, a little show off. There you go. Uh, yeah, it was, I had like the blue uniform and all that and talking about how great it is to come to page schools and trying to, you know. There you uh, go. Yeah. Give people, hey, I'm in this school for sure. Totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you have to do that? Was there that label at the bottom that's like, these are not real people. These are actors. You're like, wait, hold on. No, they didn't put that at all. <gasps> before those labels were in the, in the <laughs> Way back <laughs> when it was real faking. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. There you go. And then it just hit from there because I, I know shortly – in the beginning, you got on General Hospital, which... Yeah, that was a little while afterwards. I, bonkers. I, the page school thing was the first thing, and then it was like, it was a lot of a lot of misses, for sure. I, uh, after that, it was a, a radio spot for Godfather's Pizza. Oh, right into voiceover. Mm-hmm. There you and go. then, I think it was a McDonald's commercial on camera. Dude. Yeah. Uh, and then things started to... Things started happening. People became aware of, of me. 
That's cool. A lot of times I find that people that will do on camera for a while and then get into voiceover or the other way around, and it like has to accumulate one side before it starts overflowing into the other. That's pretty neat. Sure. Pr- pretty early no, on, you're like... Like I said, my agent saturated me in everything, so it, it, it wasn't a specific bias. It was like whatever that was appropriate for me, whether it was TV or voiceover or film or commercial. And uh, and voiceover is one of those early things. First, com- first cartoon I did was uh, Gummy Bears. I was 12. Oh, yeah. I think I had that on VHS. Yeah. Yeah, I might have did See, another thing. It's pretty early on. You're just knocking it out. Knocking it out. Yeah, man. Pretty good. Did you did you enjoy did you have like a preference versus like on camera versus voiceover back then? Or were you like I'll just whatever whatever comes my way, I'm no, in. No, man. I just like acting. It's all the same. Yeah. You know, uh, voiceover, you can show up, you don't have to memorize anything. Uh I'm working with people I used to listen to when I was yeah. a kid Saturday morning cartoons. Sure. And uh and on camera is even I guess it'd be a little bit more fun. You get to wear costumes and maybe you get to travel to places. You're working off of, uh, you can move around a little bit more, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. I find a lot of creative people, that's one of the best things about acting as a job is the versatility. They're like, you never yes. know what you're going to get. You could do all different kinds of things. And like, it, voice acting, I find, is really hard. I, I, for me, it's harder than on camera. It's it like, is hard. Why, why, explain why you think it's hard. For me, I feel like when I was on camera, it's, I don't know, my brain just works better that way, where I feel like with voiceover, you have to do a lot of extra heavy lifting to, like, create the scene and the presence with just your voice. Head a lot? Do you in your head about the sound more? than? I think so. I think I'm trying too hard. I'm trying harder when I do voiceover versus on camera, I feel maybe more relaxed. Maybe that's well, it. Well, that's, that's, that, that's it. You got to just use that on-camera mentality in, front of vo- in, in voiceover. It's no, there's really no difference. There's a small technical thing you have to learn. And sure. you know it. You're on mic right now. You, you do, you're doing this. But sure. there's really no difference. And that, yeah, I, I try to implore that on people who say, and I get asked all the time, like, how can I get into voice acting? Always. Do you have any advice? And my, my advice is take acting lessons, make okay. improv classes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's no point in, in having a unique voice unless you can perform. And I've worked with so many celebrities who could not figure it out. Sure, sure. Uh, a lot of them do, and some of them are like, like you said, like terrified. Uh, Tara Strong has this great story about she worked with uh, Dustin Hoffman when they wanted him to play that character in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. He had never done a cartoon before, so they brought her in to like kind of work with him, and she said he was, he was so he was like, he was terrified. It was Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, <laughs> actor could not could not handle what what was happening. It, it's the, the environment is different, but yeah, that's it's. Uh, people say like, yeah, you know, I I make everyone I do a great Bugs Bunny at work. People tell me I should get into voice acting. I'm like, that's great, that's great. Yeah, see if you can perform though. It, it, exactly. That's something that I'm I'm glad nowadays. I feel like with social media probably uh there a lot of that is coming to light where people are starting to recognize that like it's not just doing a voice it's performing and it's mm-hmm. like it's it's a skill it's a thing that you actually have to work on and be able to do it's like bugs bunny at work is cool but like can you make bugs bunny like really sad as he's running right you know, it's like yeah i don't know can you it's acting right. exactly it's pretty good it's pretty good is do you find because you've been in the business for so long is like has voiceover changed from when you started to like now yeah, there's definitely more celebrities. Actually, I just highlighted a, an article. They're doing a new Paw Patrol movie, and the cast is uh, Jimmy Kimmel, 
uh, a Kardashian. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Sure. Um, it's all stunt casting. I get it. You know, the studios want adults to bring their kids, and the adults will come if they recognize the the characters. It's a whole. It's a. It's 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 accounting more than it's creative. Sure. Um, sure. There's also, uh, you know, they're they're looking for a lot of stand-up comedians. They're they're looking for more. And this kind of started when Batman the Animated Series first came out. Yeah. And you would get a you would get a, a uh, an audition, and the character would be, okay, he's uh, it's a giant bunny, and he wears overalls and and a big red wig, but we don't want anything cartoony. Oh. That would be the direction. So they. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, they so they want like grounded performance. You see it a lot in like Rick and Morty and stuff like that, which is outstanding, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but they're 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 sort of caricature, but more grounded performances. You know, you'll never you'll never really see anyone like Mel. They'll never encourage like a Mel Blanc kind of thing. Right. Anymore, you know. Sure. Sure. Interesting. Did you so if you're working a lot early on, I imagine you get pretty confident. But when you get onto a set that's like full house, are, mm-hmm. are you able to like put that down and be like, all right, we're gonna do the work? Because full house was always like, you don't walk into full house and be like, oh, you know this? Yeah, it's full house. Like, no, it's full house. Everybody knows this show. What do you mean? Like when you, I like talking to people who do like guest starring roles because you're yeah. like going into somebody else's house. Like mm-hmm. how yes. do you, how do you somebody else's full house? <laughs> yeah. How do you maintain like, was it, were you nervous? I guess is the circuitous way to this <laughs> working circuitous. on something that big uh, uh i you know it was more i'm more excited than anything it's like the excitement of like going to a, a new school for the first time and you're meeting a bunch of new people it's that kind of nervousness oh cool but i had a you know i'd known candace since we were kids and uh of course i was familiar with the show and they were outstanding like they welcomed me like i was already part of the team so that was that helps I'm that sure. was really uh, yeah yeah but I've always had a, a reverent sort of attitude when I'm when I'm on a, a new set. Sure, you got to behave, otherwise they tell your mom. That's what I, I've learned. That I don't like to tell my mom. <sighs> the heavy hand. Like... It's always a heavy hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she sits me down, and I get a lecture for three hours. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't know if you know this, mom. I was on Full House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, not in this house. You weren't. <laughs> yeah, you you were once in my house, and I can, I can That's right. <laughs> take you out anymore. I can take you out anytime I want. That's right. Tell tell your friends. Don't you can't tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing that. I mean, like going going through the stuff that you did. I was like, oh, this and this and this and this. This is mm-hmm. bonkers that one human being was able to do all these things. Like, <laughs> dude, like when did you sleep ever? Uh, but when you're doing like, how long was the makeup for Eddie Munster? Oh, Eddie, Eddie, we got down to like, it was like 20 minutes, really. Wow. There yeah, you go. Just, about, just putting on a couple of ears and, uh, and uh, some foundation, uh, a little lipstick. Yeah, and, classic. Uh, and, speak, and I was good to go. Classic, classic. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's interesting. I like how you put that. It's like we got it down to 20 minutes. Because when yeah. I've talked to like makeup artists and stuff like that, that's the accomplishment. Because it's not 20 minutes on day one. And then you get into the swing of yeah. it where it's like, all right, let's kill this. It's really yeah. neat. It was Eddie, Eddie's was never that long. Uh, John Shuck, who played Herman, um, yeah. it was like 40 or minutes to an hour, but it got down to like 30 minutes for him uh, on, on on the show nights and stuff. But uh, it was cool. I liked it. Sure, sure. And that's another one that's iconic. And you're just killing it. Well done. 
Well done. Well, thank you. Thank you. I was, that was, it was, you know, I mean, I'm a fan of the original and, and it's definitely different. And, and I know there's people who prefer the original and I have mad respect for that. But uh, personally, it was a great experience. Sure. 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 I, I just watched um, Pet Cemetery, the original one recently. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's got Herman in that. And I was like, oh, that's right. Fred Gwynn. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. And there's also cats in that that are terrifying. Yes, there are. But cats that aren't terrifying. <gasps> look at oh, this look at this segue. segue. Wow, just came to Goodness. me. Dude. Definitely not. Brian, you're probably not a virgin, but definitely I'm <laughs> sensing airhead somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> Dude, you're Binks. You're Thackeray, Thackeray Binks and Hocus Binks. Pocus. That's right. Yes, 300 year old cat. What? Protector of children. Defender that... of children. Oh, Murder so of bitches. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. That's a movie that, like, has just maintained life right? from the beginning. How Crazy. cool is that? It's way cool. It's way cool. You it's work on something as an actor, and you never know how people are going to receive it, number one. Mm -hmm. And even after that, you never know how it's, how it's you know, how the, the staying power of it. And the fact that people <laughs> watch this movie, covet it as their Halloween tradition, their experience every year. Yeah blows my mind like my uh my grandkids are gonna you know oh yeah for sure have, it's it feels pretty good it feels pretty good i i it, it's one of those staples it's like it was like those disney channel movies that got into that roster you know like halloween yes. town phantom yeah. of the megaplex stuff like that hocus pocus is right at the top of the game yeah it's, man did you have to did you have to voice over the kid that played thackeray yeah that's sean murray I knew and it. Uh, he was hired originally to play the the human and also voice the cat and then oh. um this is well after filming had finished principal photography had finished they were cutting it together the cat was already pretty much animated and i think sean was using his own voice and sean is a very sort of like contemporary sound mm -hmm. and um and the producer's like well you know the cat's 300 years old from colonial salem he should probably have a, have a more old world sort of sound um i don't know I never asked Sean if they asked him if he could try it or he, or he attempted to do it, but they did a casting and I read for it and, uh, and, and that's how it happened. But yeah, I had to, like I said, the movie was mostly done. So I had to loop, um, what they had already animated of Binks. And then I had to go and loop Sean as well. Uh -huh. Even the scene in the beginning when he's trying to save his sister and he goes to the moat and he's climbing through the window and there's this tight close up of his face. And there's this, you can, this little, bead of water coming yes. out of his nostril and if he's breathing it's going in and out of his nostril yes. that's my breathing like they had to <laughs> really <laughs> there's no audible waveform of sean murray in that, in that movie <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah I, it's pretty crazy we just watched it the other day and i as a kid you know i just didn't think about it because i'm like all right it's the voice of the whatever and then when sure. i found out it was you i was like oh that's crazy but then when i rewatched it i was like wait that's still jason marston's voice here and i'm watching this scene like that is not that guy I know what Jason Marston sounds like, and it's that. And then I'm seeing yeah. a different face, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So I had to ask. It happens all the time. Uh, you've seen Ed Wood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, classic. You know, Vincent D'Onofrio uh, you know, plays Orson Welles. Mm -hmm. in the back. He meets Orson Welles. But it's not Vincent D'Onofrio doing the voice. That's Maurice, Maurice LaMarche. LaMarche. What? Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That, that's another part of voiceover that I feel like a lot of people don't know about, voice matching. Yes. A lot of that, a lot of that is happening in movies. A lot of that happens. Yeah, a lot of celebs are too busy, or and they so they get a voice match to come in and do you know loop. Uh, usually, 
screams or uh, additional dialogue, or that sort of thing, cleaning up stuff. Mm-hmm. There's, some guys, TikTok, there's some guys on TikTok that are... This is one guy I've, I've been watching who does like an uncanny impressions of uh, like Schwarzenegger and Liam Neeson and uh, uh, like... Like not just caricatures, like spot on. Close yeah. your eyes, and it's this pretty. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I think I might have seen. I might have seen that guy. I think he just yep. did one that was like a month after watching Schwarzenegger movies, and he like would go in, and each time he came back, it was like a thicker, crazier <laughs> accent. <laughs> TikTok is fun. That's an app that I like fell into, like by mistake. I was like, oh, I'll just try this thing, and next thing you know, it's like four hours later. You're like, what have I done? It's oh, you can scroll. You can scroll on that so easily. My son started it, and I tried. I'm like, because I'm an Instagram guy. Same, same. And I just like it. Yeah. So I did a couple things with the filters, and then um, my girlfriend got into it, and she's showing it to me. And then I'm now I'm like intimidated because people are so <laughs> clever. Yeah. The stuff they're coming up with. I'm like, I can never come up with stuff. She actually helps me come up with. Oh, stuff. cool. There yeah. you go. Um, but now, uh, now that I discovered it. Uh, I'm playing with it a bit. I got to get back into it. I've been so busy with the variety show, but I, I like the creating duets and interacting with the fans and seeing seeing what they do. I like I like seeing like uh, fans do goofy movie and hocus pocus things and yeah, uh, and then I get to duet with them and and have them be surprised. I, I think that's pretty cool. That's so fun. cool. And you as connect. a fan of stuff, you know, like that that kind of stuff really matters. I find. Yeah. It's like when yeah. you find someone, when you love something and then you find out the person doing it is really, really cool. And yeah. to be, you know, seen at the very least, like, I'm a big fan of this. And then for Binks to be like, Hocus Pocus, you're like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah, man. It's yeah, there was cool. a guy that did a, a Hocus Pocus rap as if Hocus Pocus was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh. But as Binks. That's, what? The human yeah. creativity. Like, yeah. who? Who would yeah, think yeah. of something like that? That's so cool. Not me. Yeah, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Dude, right there with you. And so you're, yeah, you're in the Disney Channel lineup with that. You did, you did Boy Meets World. I did Boy Meets World. Like Correct. a big one in that. Well done. Yeah. That's a staple. Thank you. That also holds up over time. People are revisiting yes. things with Disney Plus and whatnot. So, congratulations. As, thank well, you much. Thank you. I guess is a better. You did a very good job, and I enjoyed it. So, well done. <laughs> well, cheers. Cheers. Is that, Thanks was, for watching. Was that on like a was that on a sound stage? Is that how they did those? Yes, on a sound stage. Okay. That was not a, you thought it was a real school? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, sometimes I don't know, Jason. What did you think? I mean, listen. What did you think? I, honestly, I thought both. I'll be real. I thought sometimes <laughs> yeah. in a school, sometimes in not. <sighs> no, that was uh, sitcoms uh, mostly on a on a sound stage. A lot of like half rooms. We're like, this is here. Yeah, yeah. Three walls. Connected to one another, kind of like a, like one long, like theater, but like different. But the sets are side by side, sometimes across from one another. Oh, really? So like mm-hmm. you've got the school and then like rooms like from it. Oh, that's neat. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Are there multiple? I'm gonna ask dumb questions because I don't know. Are there multiple shows shooting like in buildings right next from each other, so you can walk past one show and then be like, oh, there's that one. Is that how this? Oh works? yeah. I mean, like Boy Meets World was. Literally next door to Hocus Pocus. This is actually before I. Oh really? Focus. So I would go on that set all the time, and uh, and Boy Meets World was next door to Home Improvement. Oh. And what else? Uh, Margaret Cho show. There's always something going on. When I was doing the Munsters, we were next door to Coach, and uh, wow. Charles in Charge, 
uh, Major Dad. Um, down the street, they were shooting Back to the Future 2 and Dick Tracy. What? Yeah, I was just, I was hanging around the sets all the, all the time. That's so cool. I'm going to go yeah. get a sandwich and pass Back to the Future 2. I would go on that set every chance Smart. I got. Smart. I, in, the, in the future scenes where with the whole hoverboard chase, yeah, yeah. I was there throughout that whole thing. Like if you, if you were able to move the camera off camera, I would probably be standing there watching. Because I'm, I'm, I'm doing the Munster, so I'm wearing makeup. So <laughs> You're doing it as Eddie Munster? Walk, yeah, it's very easy for me to walk anywhere I want to go. Oh, and some... Even like some of the crew guys were like, you should just walk on. You look like you're from the future anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I was afraid of getting in trouble though, but uh, but yeah, man, I was I was always over there. Michael J. Fox was super cool. He invited me to his trailer. We talked, Dude. got a picture. Yeah, Tom Wilson was super nice. That's awesome. That yeah. imagine being a person who visited the set on that day, and it's like, all right, this is look at that. It's like Back to the Future. Like I love the first one. Now the second. Is that Eddie Munster? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. It's actually yeah. him. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So then you go from there, and then I know you did. I mean, obviously, you're Max Goof. Max Goof, dude. That's right. Talking of iconic things. Yes. Your goofy son. Goofy's my dad. That's been... <laughs> what? Yeah. Chip off the old goof. Dude, how, yeah, how, do, how do you contextualize that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I'm a, I'm a big Disney fan, and 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 you know, how how close, how tight can you get than being like the spawn of one of the classic, yeah, those classic Disney characters. You know, that's true. You got great dance moves. You got all kinds of stuff right? in that one. You know, yeah, you're just killing it. You're you're one of those people that was definitely a voice of my childhood. I was born in '91, so I was like right. a, around this time where like you did that. You did uh, Kovu. In Lion King 2? Yep, yep. That's another one. There you go. Well done. Well done. Thanks. That's one that, again, holds life later on. It's so weird, like, what's hit or miss as far as even animation stuff. It's like it either really hits or it mm -hmm. kind of falls a little to the side. Mm -hmm. And a lot of your stuff sticks around. Not bad. What's the secret, I, Jason? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's all <laughs> it's all professional gambling, you know? You, yeah. you go to the table and you, you play your cards and sometimes you... You you ride a good a good a good length. Sometimes you hit big. Sometimes mm -hmm. your plays are the most memorable, and some and a lot of them are pretty forgettable. Yeah, yeah, but not for you, not for you, no, Jason. You just, gotta, you just gotta, you know, the secret is, man, you just gotta enjoy playing the game. That's all. Yeah, I think so too. You get the the longevity is just don't get burnt out. Yeah, I keep never on. get burnt out. Just constantly get excited and and constantly challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was was the process different when you've got like an extremely goofy movie, a goofy movie, and Lion King 2, where being that they're different projects but under the same kind of umbrella, was it a different process from your Yes. Uh, a goofy movie was... Uh, they took a lot of time. Like, we did... We recorded off and on for about a year and a half, two years, mm -hmm. and they really... Like, I'd never worked on something where we... Where we like, and it, it wasn't... Like, anyone's being indecisive. We were just... When you're doing a movie, you you take the time to try things. So we're saying like lines over and over and over again. I remember being there and Bill Farmer, who's goofy, yeah, who's, and, and he plays goofy. Uh, <laughs> he, I was there. He's saying he does this line. Well, it's not over yet. 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 He just over and over and over again. And uh, and I'm like, wow, you guys. 
but that that's that was just that process of uh sure. of, you know it's gonna be on the big screen it's gotta you know it's very highly you can scrutinize it so it's really gotta be really gotta be good um uh then you know extremely goofy movie completely different i think i did the entire movie in two or three days really uh, i worked by myself didn't work with bill this time didn't work with anybody um it was straight to video it was mm -hmm. just a. It was just a, back on the assembly line. And Lion King 2 was a little bit of a mixture of both. Lion King 2, I did, like, I think five or six sessions. I did work with Nev Campbell for, like, a session. Cool. Um, uh, I think they took a little bit more care with that one because Lion King was such a huge success sure. for them. You know, they won Lion King 2 to be, be just sort of on par with that, if possible. And it did. It did. You think so? I I do. Right. I really do. Right. Right. And it, and it's a tough one as well with sequels because you just never know. Because with the first one, you go in and yeah. you're like, oh, this was incredible. It's visual. It's new. But the mm. second one has to hold all the weight because right. then you subconsciously compare it to the first one. And uh, with ex an extremely yeah. goofy movie and with uh, Lion King two, yep, killed it. Killed Thanks, it in the man. sequel game. Not bad. Look at that. Not bad. Your childhood, you turned out so well. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's still time. There's still time. <laughs> I think I think you need an earring. Yeah, I think I might. I'm. You know what? I'm just not gonna tell her. This will be, be this will be between us. I'll just always wear headphones, so she'll never know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you did that. You did um, recess. You got to do the Steve Buscemi. Hello, fellow kids, but not a fellow kid. That yeah. good memory. That's right. That's yeah. right. I did an episode of Recess where I played a. Uh, he was a he was an undercover agent. Yep. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> that was a part of my morning regiment. I'd watch nice. Recess every morning. It's not bad. Nice. It's not bad. That's a good show. It was. It was. And uh, speaking of good shows, ho -ho, uh, Studio Ghibli is a staple mm -hmm. in entertainment across the board. Mm -hmm. You're Haku. You're Haku uh, from Spirited Away. Brian, you can call me Master Haku. Oh, my God. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Was the, how how's it working on a Studio Ghibli movie? Because that's from Japan that they dub here, mm -hmm. right? Did yes. you Did you have to like meet the lip flap kind of stuff as well, or like how's yep. how's just that like work? Hocus Pocus? Uh, the process is called ADR, mm -hmm. uh, automated dialogue replacement, uh, or actor directly recorded. I've heard it a couple of different ways, looping. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the movie was already done. It was already a hit. I'd never heard of Miyazaki um, before. I had never uh, sorry. Oh, 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 here you go. That's get six it. hours of sleep. Get it, get it. To me. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'd never heard of Miyazaki. I'd never, uh, you know, I, I had nothing against anime. I just never gravitated towards that. Sure. Uh, but I, again, it was an audition. It was a, it came in. I read for it. I think it was something like two or three months later I found out that I booked it. Really? Yeah. And then um, then it was explained to me, like, this is a, this is a big deal that, you know, uh, Hayao Miyazaki is like the Walt Disney of Japan. Yeah, this movie has already made more money than Titanic oh, in the U.S. Yeah, um, I'm like shit. Okay, uh, I went in and and it was three days of of a uh, voice matching of of of, of ADR, uh, and I I only saw Haku scenes. I didn't see the entire movie. Oh, you know? so it was it was explained to me by the 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 Japanese to English translators, the writers, they were explaining the stories that was going on to me, and 
make sure that Haku is kind of aloof to Chihiro at the beginning, and but he's really nice and he's sort of a soldier and, and this. So uh, I, I didn't actually see the entire movie for another three months after that, after they mixed all the voices and stuff. And then I, then I realized like, oh wow, this is this is really something, something special. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, ab- absolutely no because of no contribution of my own, but yeah, won the Academy Award, Best Animated Feature. Mm-hmm. So I can say I'm in an Academy Award winning uh, movie. That's right. You're the lead guy in it. Wink, wink. I'll give it to you. I'll give oh, it to shuts. You. <laughs> shuts. Thanks. I'll give, I'll give it to you. The pivot, pivotal roles. Pivotal roles. Sure. It's like Knights of the Old Republic, my personal favorite video game of all time. Oh, it, there we go. One of the reasons is because it's one of those where you have to almost unlock parts of the story. You know, it uh-huh. doesn't just happen. And uh-huh. one of the biggest, like, crazy moments in that one was finding out Karth's son was at the Sith Academy, played by you. Again, <laughs> you're, you're, you're the go-to son. You're the go-to son. <laughs> I'm the go-to son, the go-to arrogant guy, the go-to sidekick. That's right. The go-to everything because everything you're that versatile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boom. Killed it. Killed it. An- another, one of the, another one of those that sticks. That sticks. Appreciate you. You got that. You got Haku. You, got, you, worked, you worked on Tarzan. I did thank you to our Goofy mm-hmm. Movie director, Kevin Lima. He mm-hmm. brought me in to, to play a, a, a gorilla yeah. for that one. Classic. That was cool. Classic. Is yes. it Does it get to the point when you're doing all these Disney movies, is there like a system where you kind of know what to expect when you go into it? Like, all right, sweet, we're doing Disney, let's go. Or is it every production's a little different? Every production's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Right on, right on. And you did Tack and the Power of Juju. Yes. So, listen, this game, video is game is very close to my heart because right I remember my brother and I begged our parents to get us a GameCube for Christmas for like months. And we got it. We got Tack and the Power of Juju, but we couldn't afford a memory card. And back then, you had to save to a memory card. So we would play through the beginning of that over and over and over <laughs> because <laughs> just with not have time to save. Uh-huh. So after a while, what we would do is we would just never turn it off. And then my dad would come and see that the light was on, and he'd be like, they left it on. And he would turn it off, and we're like, Dad, what are you doing? We've been playing for like a month. So we just covered it up, and we'd have to hide it. So... I'm very familiar <laughs> with Oh my gosh. Tech. <laughs> I remember the, the trials and tribulations of memory cards. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. Isn't that weird to think back on? Like, oh yeah, we didn't have cloud storage or anything. Crazy. Yeah. I have an Xbox and I don't have any physical games for it. It's all just on the, the cloud drive up there. Yeah, so nobody has discs. That's a thing of the past. You just download yeah. it. I'm like, what a time yeah. to be alive. Yeah. Insane. Insane. You worked Indeed. on Afro Samurai, that's an anime. Like, that's another Wow, thing. good memory, yeah. Yeah, yep, I, did. yeah. I did a couple of those. Yeah, I just worked by myself. I wish I could have met Mr. Sam Jackson, but I did not. Is that, do you find it's more common to work by yourself than in a room with the cast when it comes to voiceover? Lately, I mean, when you, yeah, when you mentioned, like, what has changed about voiceover, I can definitely say that was one of the biggest changes is uh, going from working in, in groups to working by yourself. And again, it depends on the project. Like, like everything I did for Warner Brothers, like, Static Shock, Justice League, yeah. Batman. That was all full group records, no matter Really? No matter how big the celebrity was, they would be in the room with us. But but Disney, every time I worked on a Disney show, it was always by myself. And they and I'm like, why can't you work as a group like oh scheduling? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we'll figure Wonder it out. Wonder Brothers knows how to do it. Sure. Uncle Wonder Brothers can do it. Right, yeah. Yeah, he said I could have it. Yeah. 
That's interesting. It, when you're doing something like, because when you're by yourself, you're saying you're doing like a bunch of different lines over and over sometimes versus scenes. But when you're in a group, I imagine you go by the scene as opposed yeah. to like line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we read. Uh, That's cool. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Get some so sleep, sorry. Jason. I'm Come on, sorry. dude. Stop doing a million things at once. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's the best part is getting, you know, it's like doing like a radio play and to work yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Do, being that it's a room full of professionals, uh, how often do you mess up and have to go back? <laughs> when oh, you're in awesome. a group? I mean, more okay, constantly. I mean, we're, all, <laughs> we're all perfect. We're all imperfect, you know, but, uh, but that's part of that confidence, man. You know, it, it's it's another thing, that, you know, to impart in want to be voice actors, actors is 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 be willing to make mistakes. Yeah. Because you know you're not curing cancer. We're just out there being goofballs. <laughs> uh, so I love I love the the mistakes. You know, it's if you're if you're not trying, you can you can upset you know your director. But uh, but for the, for the most part, you know, you're you're free to you're free to do what you want. Sure, that's cool, and I bet that leads to better performances when you have that sort of sort of relaxed. It's okay I... to mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's neat. That's neat. And you've had long runs on things like you were Chester in Fairly Odd Parents. Chester McBadbat. Boom. Ace photographer. Friend of Timmy Turner's. You know, Brian. <laughs> if anyone needed a fairy godparent on that show, it's me. I lived in a trailer for crying out loud. I don't even know where my mom is. <laughs> Playing dirt piles. I've been racing for 15 years. <laughs> that is a great point. Nobody ever thinks about that, right? <laughs> we need to start a conspiracy here now. Listen. Yes. <laughs> they went to the wrong kid. <laughs> There's the reboot we need. That's right. That's right. And I I love reading your stuff and like you're you're doing voiceover but you're also doing on camera work and you're in one of the funniest movies i've ever seen in the last forever with fun with dick and jane yeah and just <laughs> oh my god that movie holds up that's one that for me is just i just want to laugh a bunch right on put that one on so you got cool. to ruin a robbery well done i did <laughs> Pretty i did good. i did i did Pretty ruin good. jim carrey's day perfect that's put that in the accomplishment you got to do the body with a different head and yes. ruin a robbery. <laughs> These are these are the highlights we're going for. <laughs> My bucket list is almost completely filled. You I'm know? saying you're running out of stuff. All we gotta do is exactly. I get relaxed. You get cornrows, and then I'll get the I'll get the go. piercings. That's what I'm gonna do. I've already done the pierced ears. I'll do the cornrows. Boom, boom. This is a pact now. All right, we done. Got this. You got Was to do. It Batiste? Was it Batiste? Batiste. It is now. <laughs> oh, that that city. Oh, take... Bonita. Bonita. <laughs> Batiste no, is way now, better. Now dub it Batiste. Dave Batiste. Well done. Yeah. Welcome. Here's your flamingo. <laughs> Go bowling. <laughs> oh, man. So you did that. You did. Let's see. What else? You, Legend of Korra. That's yes. A, that's a big one. That was my favorite arc of the show. No joke. You know, I've never seen it. You're I'm just out. now watching Avatar. Oh, it's been on Netflix. I'm like, I should probably watch this. All my friends are on it. Yeah. And uh, it's so good. It's so good. So I'm trying to get through that and then I'll watch Korra because I just love the, the storytelling and the animation is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that was a gift. That was yeah. a gift. That, show. that was fun. That was one. It's, a, it's actually funny, the crossover with that, because I remember I loved Avatar and then loved Korra. But the season with your character and Korra, I 
described to people as if it was a Miyazaki movie. Which one, the, the Spirit I I or the other yeah, guy? Yeah, I I. So I'm yeah. like, you know, you got some weird creature things going on. It's like it feels Miyazaki to me. You're yes, in the spirit yes, world. Yes. When I when I read it and I, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I love his. I love I love playing like snide, arrogant. Yeah. Characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun. They're fun, and you get great one-liners. You know. Yes. I'm into it. Uh, how about? Oh, I'll tell you where it is. It's at the end of None of Your Business Valley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to play the hits, Come you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you've had, you've had all these massive things. Is there something, for someone who's been in the business for so long, is there a thread that you see that has kind of led to the longevity? What do you think back on? You're like, you know, this. I feel like it's this. I really don't know. I've never even thought about it, Brian. Probably best. Probably best. <laughs> <laughs> If I knew, may I don't know. If I there's two sides of it. If I knew, I might be. I guess I could use it to my advantage. At the same time, I might also you know, it might also freak me out. Yeah, probably. You know, that the truth is because maybe the truth is nothing. Maybe the truth is just you know unabashed luck. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. It's that kung fu panda dragon scroll. The secret is you, Jason. It's yeah. Just, it's just a mirror. It's just me. That's right. Not bad. Not bad. And so then what led you to want to do the variety show then? Because to be someone who's working to want to make your own thing, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a different arena you're going into now. Sure. Well, thank you for asking. This yeah. is my passion project. Uh, when I moved to Nashville, um, yeah, we all know Nashville's full of music. Mm -hmm. um, I had no idea there was more than just country. Like there is more than just country in Nashville. It's it's. It's, it's all facets of, of musicianship. Sure. And the performers here are ridiculous. Like, I'd seen my share of bands in L.A. Sure. It always felt like they were like, look at me kind of bands. The, the artists here in Nashville were pouring their guts out on stage oh, on a cool. nightly basis for like sometimes like six people. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Everyone needs to know about this person or this band. So when I started living here more – um, I was trying to come up with ways to showcase indie talent, and then I I started to get it, uh, I started to get obsessed with these old variety shows of the '60s and '70s, like Laughing and Hee Haw. Yeah, you can't do that on television, you know. Mm -hmm. Dean Martin show, and I turned I was going to turn 40 years old. I'm like I know what I'm going to do for my 40th birthday. I'm going to throw myself a variety show. I'm going to invite my musician friends. I'm going to invite it. my friends i got artist friends i know the circus performer i know an artist i'm just gonna fill this space with music and comedy and art and i'm gonna make it so no one has time to look at their phones yeah. like when that act is done on stage lights out the stage lights up at the bar and there's a skit at the bar that's done lights out at the bar lights up over on the stage right and something's happening over the year and it was so much fun people went crazy for it and and people asked me to do it again so i kept doing it and i did it live for a few years I started, um, you know, I wasn't a manager, but I would act as a manager and book bands. Cool. Things. I just had so much fun doing it. And then, um, you know, my background is television, of course. I always thought about, let's do this as a TV series. It'd be a great way to showcase indie talent. Yeah. So I've been, I, I worked, I did a pilot. I tried shopping around a bit. Not, it was going nowhere. And then... You know, this pandemic hit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you realize we're in a pandemic. There's this thing going around called yeah. COVID. Uh, I've heard of it. <laughs> so I thought now more than – the best time is now to do it as an internet show. I mean Agreed. people 
extremely forgiving if people are recording on their phones. And uh, I, I think I can pull it together. It, it's it's still evolving even as I do it. Sure. But uh, it's it's we're we're let's see six seven, about ten episodes in. I got a couple more to do. And uh, we got, we got a sponsor. We got momentum. I got bigger acts coming in. Hell yeah! I'm just gonna keep doing it. I'm just gonna keep doing it until someone realizes what a great thing this is yeah. and wants to help produce it on a bigger scale. I love that. I love that you're Me? taking it in. I also love that. Like, I think this says a lot about you as a person that you're. The whole thing is building up other people. I think that's really cool. Yeah, man. I I, I, I hope you said you saw some some shows. I mean, I hope that people watch it. There are some great. I believe great talent and, I think and so. maybe rough around the edges, but people I believe in that, that deserve a shot more than the, 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 what are they called? The, the it factor, you know, right. Where you, you have to accumulate all these, these things to make it. I think there's more to it than that. You know, I agree. I agree. And I, I think you're right. I think now is the perfect time because everyone's at home and like, what else are you going to do? Like listen yeah. to some good music, you know, and like Precisely. you're there as well and you're kind of bringing it to them and everyone's starved for content, nothing shooting. So you're like, yeah. oh, this is, aha. And mm-hmm. music is the universal language, you know, it's, yeah. I, I think that's very cool what you're doing. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Did you, do you play? I play drums. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I can't do drums. I played, yeah. I played bass for a while, but drums drums is another thing where you're doing a bunch of things at once. I'm seeing a exactly. thread here. I'm seeing a thread. And and I'm and I'm and I'm not perfect at that either. I'm still working. <laughs> I, that was that was my other like my birthday gift to myself um, when I turned forty. I'm like I've always wanted to learn the drums. I get I, it. It's never you're never too young, never too late. So sure. When when you're working on your variety show, then you have the context because you're fans of them before. Was there something going into it that you weren't quite expecting? You're like, oh, wow, this, I mean, it's a lot of work. You, you know that going in. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. Uh, something I didn't expect. Um, I didn't expect it to be so hard to uh, wrangle talent. That's, that's, <laughs> that's been the difficult part. Because, like, in, in my mind, you know, yeah, I have to, I mean, my, my friends, people who know me are like, absolutely, Mars, you got it. But then sure. there's people I reach out to who don't know me, who like the idea, and they're like, yes, we'll do it, and then end up, like, ghosting out of nowhere. Sure. And, and I have to chase them down. Uh, the producing part is, is hard. It's not my, it's not my joy. I, I, I don't like the producing. It takes away from the creative aspect sure. of it. It's yeah. the business of the show business. Yeah, but, but the show, this could be fun. Let's do the art part. Yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. How do you find the talent? Um, it, they're either people I know or people I've seen or, or recommended. Um, people will just solicit me um, now that I've heard about the show, and they can. They email me at marspresentsinc at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll sometimes I'll think of a theme. Like oh. each show has a one-word theme, and I try to find people I think would be appropriate for that theme. That's cool. That yeah. it just shows the overall glue of the event as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. It. I dig it. I dig it. I, I love people who get out there and, like, make it, you know? I, I find it's an easy, it's an easy trap to fall into because I, I learned when you talk about things, you get the same serotonin you get as if you accomplished it. So a lot of people get caught right? up in the, like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. You get really excited. You talk to people yes. that are excited. But to actually follow through, I think it's oh, really admirable. guilty, man. I mean, I remember spending most same. of my late 20s and 30s talking about all these projects I'm going to do, thinking 
no, and like consciously in the back of my mind, going like, if I keep talking about this, someone is going to help me make it, or it's gonna it's gonna come to fruition. Yeah. Oh no, no, I have to do it. I have to put the gloves on. I have to go down in the ditch, and I have to dig the dirt myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the internet, I feel like at least there's fertile ground. You know what I mean? Where it seems like it's easier to get to people in theory. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and it, you know, it doesn't hurt that I, I have, you know, I have a modest fan base on Instagram, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they're not all super interested. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. From what I've, the experiments I've done, they seem more interested in me, uh, you know, talking like Max than yeah. showing you know, <laughs> this hip hop guy that I know in East Nashville. Mm-hmm. But that's fine because a lot of them are also like, oh well, hey. I've never. I would love to discover this person. So it, it's been a nice mesh. So I, I have a built-in audience. So that feels, that feels good. And there, a lot of them seem to be on board. You know. Sure, sure. At least you got like a a, a step forward, at the very least. Yeah. Like, hey, check on this thing. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Is, is there something? Because you're saying that like when you have acts in the shows that aren't all about like the it factor type of thing. Is there something that you are looking for that like just attracts you to a particular act? Yeah, the the guts that they that they give us, the heart, the the truth, yeah. the the unabashed, uh, like I don't give an f attitude. Sure. About what they're doing, um, I, I I feel like I can kind of gl- like zero in on that, and uh, and 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 that and in turn is makes me want to like show that to you like look at this do you feel you get the same feeling from this that i do yeah it's like that connection that's Correct. like a subconscious thing that's cool yeah you, do you find that your longevity your super long career in the entertainment industry has helped you like kind of well, facilitate this absolutely absolutely because i know how to i mean i know how to produce right it's not my joy but i know how to do it i am good at it um i like I have no problem. Like it's so funny. Like I mentioned, like I, I booked bands. Yeah. It was no problem for me to contact a venue, get a band booked. The bands themselves couldn't do this. <laughs> and, and like, and if no one emails me back, I have I have no problem following up five or six times. Sure. Sure. And I will be clever and I will be snarky. Like I have no problem putting people in their place. And look, like I am definitely guilty of not writing people back right away. Mm-hmm. Um. But and I do not mind being taken to task. But uh, <laughs> I have no I have no problem uh, uh, doing that. Um, I I know how to compose a shot. I know how to I know especially growing up in comedy. Oh, yeah. I know rhythms. Sure. I know how things should move. It's all timing. It's all about timing. And uh, and I and I feel like sometimes I feel that a lot of the episodes I'm doing are a little bit too long. But the feedback is like goes by quick. I'm like okay. I don't mind it being. 27 minutes as long as you feel like it goes by sure uh, so that that i'm i think i know how to curate a good time that i mean that's a skill in and of itself because it can yeah. be long but it has to be interesting otherwise you're like halfway through like okay yeah. well yeah. this experience is soured yeah. and you know, with the internet audiences you know who's oh, yeah. attention can be you know on a click you know yeah that's true that's the the other side of the double-edged sword you're like easy access right. but also easy return yeah yeah exactly it's I've obviously got like a ton of favorites from your career of, of roles that you've done that meant a lot. And I was a big fan of, are there any favorites of you looking back on it? Like having all these things so that many. stick out. It's, I always say it's like picking your favorite child. I can't pick just one. That's okay. Um, I'll give you, there's a, a show I worked on. 
Yeah, we talk about working in a group. Uh, uh, one of the last series I worked on called uh, Transformers Rescue Bots. Yeah. It's a Transformers show. Uh, it was flash animated. It was geared towards a younger audience. And uh, number one, I grew up being like a Transformers nut. Like I loved the Transformers. Sweet. Had all the action figures, watched the show when cartoons were on five days a week. But I worked on, like, you ever worked on it with a group of people that you just get along with so hard Mm -hmm. that it's lightning in a bottle? Mm -hmm. Well, that was this cast and crew. Oh, cool. Um, It was a mixture of, like, voiceover veterans and voiceover newbies, um, the production team I was familiar with. And it was so relaxed. And we still, to this day, like, we finished, it's been, like, four four years. We we still share a a text thread and check out. Oh, cool. support each other it's 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 great that's one of my fondest uh fondest uh, memories you left with a family you had a lot of fun that's cool yeah that's we call each other family yeah i love that i love that and that's how you get the best art too when you have agreed. people and you're all on the same frequency kind of just killing it agreed agreed not bad not bad well dude we've been talking for an hour already look at say that. what look at that it just flew by look at that it I flew didn't by click, i didn't click fast forward or nothing yeah <laughs> that's because i disabled it but dude, this was so fun. I, I really appreciate you hanging out and talking to me. And this was really thank cool you getting for to know you. Talk to me. And of if course. anyone's still listening, thank you for listening this long. Yeah, they're not. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> they they got out at the earrings and cornrow stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, before I let you go, uh, I gotta ask: Where can people find you online? Where can they find your show? Talk to me, Brian. I, I'm so pleased you asked. They can find me. Uh, I communicate the most on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, but Instagram, Twitter, it's at Jason Marsden. Um, I'd also appreciate if you followed at Mars Presents mm-hmm. on Instagram, and you can find my show on YouTube. Just uh, look, just search Mars Variety Show, and please make sure that you like and subscribe because that really, really helps. And it's free; you don't have to do it. It's free. You don't have to. It doesn't, doesn't have to cost anything out of your pocket. I'm not taking anything out of your account. It's just, it, it helps support independent artists if you, if you make this channel. Uh, huge. I love it. I love it. Just give it time. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Lightning in a bottle. Yep. I love it. And... Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. You can also find me at BrianBalance.com. That's balance with two L's. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps. Let them know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search The Interesting Podcast on tpublic.com to get you some sweet gear. Also, I made a Patreon, so if you'd like to support the show and get access to other exclusive shows about a bunch of random things, you can now do that at patreon.com slash jedibrian. On that note, special thanks to Chris, Ben, Jim, Daz, Kelly, Daryl, Logan, Victor, JC, and Christina. 
Your support means so much to me, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.